Ted McGillicuddy coming to you live on 102.5 The Rocker. Straight from my mouth into your ear holes. This is a hot and tasty podcast. It was recorded in Portland, Oregon, and it's the longest show ever taped, so take your time. It's going to have to keep you warm at night for the next couple of weeks. If you want to see Cash and TJ live, come on out to Phoenix on September 7th at Brick Bronson's House of Comedy. Time now for those all-night, out-of-sight acid rockers. Hinky-dinky parlez-vous. Taste it. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Welcome to Cashing In with T.J. Miller. I'm Cash Levy. How you doing? Oh, my God. Oh, this is amazing. I've been here in Portland for a few days, and it's clear that, you know, there's a lot of strip bars here that are lacking a quality microbrew, you know, that they can call their home. And that's why I'm here. I'm broadcasting live from the Gentleman's Club Helium. And there's certainly a lot of gentlemen here observing these spectacular dancers. These ladies are a step above streakers, let me tell you. Ladies, take a break. Fellas, you know what I'm talking about. So I'm here in Portland introducing my new microbrew, and I know all the ingredients of the beer. I don't know all of them, but it'll have a splash of fresh Portland rainwater, a touch of glitter, a hint of stripper juice, and a nuggety McFlurry aftertaste. It's called lap dance lager. Now, the brewmaster's in back whipping up a batch, and he's chosen to keep his identity secret for tonight's unveiling. Now, it's rare uh, for a uh, brewmaster to keep his true identity secret, but I've been told that Colonel Sanders was his mentor. In fact, he knew the colonel so long ago, he was just a major. So he's based all his business decisions on the colonel. Please hold for laughter. <laughs> For a lot of people, it would be like, what would Jesus do? For this guy, it would be, what would the Colonel Sanders do? And he's really going to be here uh, kind of introducing a batch, and I can't wait to taste it. Taste it. <laughs> taste it. Custom fit. That sounds like a good slogan. Dushay-shay! Dushay-shay! Kaka! Kaka! Of course, that would be hard to put on the label. I've been drinking these batches of brews for the last couple hours, and I am spit-tinkered. I am totally drunk right now. I've been drinking for three hours. I can see the city lights of Yonderland. No, that's not it. That's the glare off one of the strippers' pasties. <laughs> anyway, our, uh, our, our mystery uh, person's going to come out. Now, he's going to uh, disguise his voice and his identity. Uh, for, the, uh, uh, for the unveiling of the new brew. And uh, I have no idea who he is. He chose to make it that way. 
Uh, but I know that he, he, he's going to mix and match some really just tasty uh, beer, and we're all going to drink it together. And uh, we're just going to just... Ah! TJ? What the... Who the... How the... Horton hears the... Who the... What? What? Where the... Are you the... I have two things to apologize about. One is wearing your hoodie. (laughs) And two is me the whole time. I was the brewmaster. Are you serious? Yeah. I've been living in Portland with my wife, Sninnens. (laughs) (laughs) And I've been brewing beer. I'm trying to get out of the... The film game. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Uh, ouch. <laughs> ouch. Uh, wild stuff. Uh, so you actually are, you're here uh, developing a new brew, yeah. Lap Dance Lager. Yeah. And, and it's really hoppy. Really? You know what I'm saying? It's really hoppy. <laughs> did you mean to wink there or was that a binge wink? No, I have something in my eyes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you ever do Part this? Of the I, lo- I love talking about this, but everyone should do this one, which is winking a lot, you know, if somebody like that. Uh, 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 and they go, uh. <laughs> just wink with the other eye, you know? That's good for the podcast listeners. I think they'll. Well, we've talked about this. Truly know what that. Yeah, we've talked about this. Winking is sort of a lost art. Yeah? Remember when winking was, you know, kind of a sexy thing to do? You know, you just walk around and be like, Right? Do you do that? You open the mouth up to really commit to it? I mean, I don't do that a lot, and my tongue doesn't come out that much. <laughs> but then you're ready for cunnilingus immediately. How are you? It's good to see you, buddy. Portland. It's, I had no idea you were here. This is fantastic to be doing a live yeah, uh, do podcast. Really- Look at this. All these. I thought we just had 12 and a half people uh, that were willing to come to a strip bar and hear my podcast. Uh, on a Saturday afternoon on a beautiful day. But that's not the case. All these people came just yeah, to listen. Yeah, there's 12 and a half and they had, people. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people. Guys, welcome. I guess almost our entire... How many people have heard the podcast before? A round of applause. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Ah. Yeah, and who... Right, how many people have not heard the podcast ever and don't know what's going on? Hmm. That's a larger, larger uh, number. I'd like to half. ask those people uh, to leave. Yeah, uh, get out of here. Yeah, I don't appreciate your patronage. We don't need extra people listening to this show. It's certainly not. Now, I've, how many? Who, who came the farthest? Did anybody come from outside the uh, Portland uh, area, the Greater Portland area? All right, where did you come from? Hood River. Yeah, oh, that's, that's uh, beautiful up there. Yes, yeah, it that's, is. Uh, that's a beautiful place to uh, to wear a hoodie or to go swimming. You've been trying to swim a lot on this trip, as far as... The people of Oregon are really, like, rugged people, aren't they? It's really... It's, it's, it's hard to know what to make of them, though. Uh, they all have beards. They're confusing. They have beards. They're very independent. They will uh, climb Mount Hood uh, unassisted, and yet they're not allowed to pump their own gas. <laughs> they are It's a little really, confusing. Yeah, no, other people do it for them. They have little uh, sort of gnomes that come out... <laughs> To the pumps, and they... that's where you lost me. There's no way there's gnomes in Portland. Oh yeah, yeah, there are. You should see them, and they have little, and they they, they help pump the gas, and it's really why is that? Why do they? Uh, how come you're not allowed to pump your own gas? Creates jobs. Creates jobs. Okay. okay. Socialism said another guy. 
I hope now you the... two don't run into each other after the show. That would be terrible. Yeah. Now the crowd's turned on each other. Great jobs. Twelve and a half. You creating jobs? You fucking socialist. <laughs> we don't want any more jobs in this country. Keep them out. <laughs> now I do want to say that uh, everybody knowing that that guy could kill me with his hands. Yeah, he could. He's not a gnome. He looks a lot bigger than that. Yeah. He's sort of a. Also, he has the perfect laugh. He does. There's a lot of uh, bridges here in uh, Portland, and I. So, I, do we have any trolls in the crowd? Okay, same guy. <laughs> trolls really don't like socialism. That's what we've learned here today so far. Trolls. Yeah. Trolls are so anti-socialism. So. I love Portland. I had to admit it last yeah. night. Because of the food. Yep, yeah, you guys won the food. You have the best food in the United States, maybe. I mean, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say New York and Los Angeles, you know, they don't count. But this is pretty awesome. <laughs> don't you think the food's good? We went to Lardo. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a good place to, to gain a couple pounds. Just and- that half of the crowd. This place, like, never been, never will. <laughs> yeah. I gained four pounds uh, at Lardo yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and it all went straight to my toe. The name. <laughs> so it's you know it's just coagulated the there. Nine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's very tasty food here. Uh, you have a lot of uh, strip bars. A lot of strip bars. Yeah. So um, many that we were at one last night, and no one was looking at the strippers. They're just drinking and watching sports, and there's yeah. Someone so, remember? You yeah, no one, one was even that. noticed that. Um, I mean, it's it's so normal here the stripping. Uh, someone tweeted me. They asked if I was going to go to an open pole night. Uh, what is that? I can only assume. It's kind of like open mic night for comedy, except uh, there's uh, dancers. So, I, you know, Thank maybe I'll God. try my hand. I thought it was slang for, well, making the hole bigger at the end of your honey stick. <laughs> it's conceivable. That sounds like a form of torture, really. Yeah, no, I think it's better that it's an open mic of pole dancing. The right? size of the penis hole is something we haven't discussed. And maybe what we should it? save for another date. You think? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> One person was like, enough of this talk about food. Talk about your penis hole size. <laughs> I mean, we don't have to talk about it, but it is interesting that women have never, ever been like, ugh, he's yeah. such a sweet guy and he has a beautiful penis, but... He has such a big dick hole. I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> Please. <laughs> so we've been going around uh, asking people at restaurants what their favorite foods are. And this is a good and, practical. You know, and this is a practical living in the modern age. Can we cue that up? Practical living in the modern age? We don't usually do this, but we don't have to do things in order because Portland's so crazy. Thank you for that cue. And... Uh, <laughs> You did, you guys, uh, you did steal Austin's slogan, though. Keep Austin weird. It's, right? That's part of the slogan here is keep Portland weird. That's not cool. <laughs> it's Austin, so you guys, everyone's like, that's ah, Texas, fuck them. But really, you guys, come on, you could have thought of something else. <laughs> Portland, bridging the gap between weird and, you know, hip and cool and thoughtful. That's a different slogan, you know? Yeah. Or just evolving. Because the people here have evolved. They've all, like, they're all growing fleece from their bodies. And some of them have, like, natural raincoats. 
Yeah, I can see that. I mean, it rains. Isn't a lot. Pendleton from here? Is that real? What it is, is that? That's one of the only. Have you ever seen Pendleton stuff? I, I've only walked past it, but they have blankets, and they're you know, it just looks like <laughs> it looks like the southwestern style fist fucked Native American culture. <laughs> Is that what yep, it says? That's it. Yeah, is that, that's it. Is that, is that what it says on the brochure? I don't think so. Fist fucking American culture <laughs> since Native 1962. American. Native American. But anyway, it's cool. Yeah, it's, it's a great... Anyway, if you go to uh, restaurants and you ask, what's your favorite dish? We talked about it yesterday. We think that's the wrong thing to do because they've already gotten tired of... Ten different dishes by the time you ask. Depending on how long they've worked there, they can't still like the thing that they like. Right, the so most they're going to give you something very eclectic, which they've only eaten once in the last, you know, uh, that they didn't get sick of yet. So you yeah. have to ask, what was your first favorite dish? Because it's free. Remember when you worked at a restaurant, for those of you that did, and the food was kind of free? Or how you would just, yeah. the thing that you liked, you'd eat every single day because it was free. So you just eat it and eat it. So I think they get sick of it even quicker than we realize. But you've got to ask, what was the first thing that you loved? You know, what was the first thing that you were just like, God damn it, I'm recommending this to every single person. And by yeah. the end of it, you were, people will be like, what about that? Is that good? And you're like, it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> Tastes like the same shit every day. Just like my job, motherfucker. Now order, now. And that's how a socialist keeps his job. <laughs> With a speech like that. Can we fire him? No, he's a socialist. Did we, did we talk about how the, the, uh, there's the farm league? Um, one of the managers kind of said this, but the food is so good, and the food truck culture is so huge mm-hmm. that they sort of have a, you know, a farm team of chefs that are kind of like in the minors, and then when they're ready, they go to the majors, and that's why the restaurant's are so amazing. Yeah, and there's even uh, the really deep minor league system which has uh, bicycle chefs. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, it's not, it's not a full truck, it's just a bicycle. And then there's sometimes... And they just have a hot, you know, sort of a hot plate on their, uh, you know, their, their bike rack. Yeah. And, and they'll you cook you like a hot dog or a panini or something. And you a- uh, you'll do a full body release afterwards. But it's okay. There are some, you know, and then the lowest level, which is just kind of almost college level. Uh, it's, just a, it's just a vagrant carrying a fish hook and a fishing line with a hot dog. And he's got a blowtorch. <laughs> That's kind of just starting out, you know? Yeah, those are the starting out chefs. That's a chef who's got a Kind of working go. their way up, yeah. You know what we like to do, and it's, it's so good to see you again, TJ. I, I had no idea you'd be here uh, Neither did I. Creating I mean, your new brew. I always love it when you're on your show. You were my first, uh, you're really one of my first guests that I had on the show. And it's so exciting to have you back uh, for another doing... episode. I never know if I'll see you again. And here you are. No, I love uh, doing Do you remember it. how the, the format of the show? Uh, I think so. Yeah, what happens is we, we usually start things off with the uh, triple, triple banger, banger lightning round. round. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. It felt real. Triple banger lightning round. Question one. Question one. Books. Making people fat since 1485? (laughs) 
Do you just mean that you're sedentary? Yeah, I mean, people, I think people give a lot of criticism to television, but I'll bet books were the old television. I mean, they used to be very active. I mean, I would think that the best uh, charades players were the cavemen. I mean, uh, right, because they always had a jester. They had to act out their stories and stuff. They'd like draw a picture on a wall and they'd have to act it out. And it was storytelling. It was very physical. They would burn calories. And that's why humanity survived. Once books started, people got really fucking lazy. Okay, somebody just gave me an 800-page book, and it's like having a needy girlfriend. I'm going to tell you, it's really, read me. It's a constant. (laughs) It's really. I love, do you really, you feel guilt if you're not reading? I feel like he keeps asking, have you read it yet? And I'm like, and I'm like, I better read it. It's 800 pages. I'm just saying books are are really, you know, not getting enough criticism. They were the first television, probably, right? Which is weird, because were there books that were kind of the reality television of that time? Like, you know, there's some Victorian guy who's like, oh, my God, I'll never admit it in mixed company, but uh, I love those books about the, you know, the people that are just sort of fucking each other and obsessed with fame and have terrible values, but I... I can't tell anybody. You read the the uh, Quentin Abbey Shore? Have you read that? No, uh, yeah. That is literally the best I could do. Yeah. Making Jersey Shore a Victorian era book. Quentin Abbey Shore. <laughs> yeah, I made up. Well, you know, there's. I didn't know any city. Where did you know? I don't know English. I don't know. I really did think about this. I was like, okay, what English city during that time would be near the beach or at least be the equivalent I, I of the shore? Go, I should have done United States because I could have gone I, back to Atlantic City. I think you were going to go mayor of Jersey Shore, like mayor of Casterbridge. Yeah, that would have been better. Mm-hmm. But I did the best I could, and that was Quentin Abbey. <laughs> <laughs> I love reading, though. I do. I'm just saying, you know, we need, to, we need a little more... Criticism of That's a weird thing. That, don't you think that was a It's a great weird? segue. Or at least that you... <laughs> That's a segue I'm very proud of. In fact, we take little sections of the show and we send them off, uh, you know, online, that kind of thing. That's like- the section I'm going to send. Where I say, uh, I like books. And then I sort of trail off. I mean, I think that... Uh, I like that you said, I do like reading, though. I will defend the art of reading. Look, my vision was that all of this would have gone better so far. Uh, (laughs) No, my 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 vision. I mean, it it wasn't. I mean, my vision was just that the entire book section. I thought, really, when I envisioned this uh, triple banger, uh, this is sort of yes, yes. Really jumped the gun on that. That's a premature sound cue right there. Um, no, I just pictured... I thought that the charades part was really going to be where this whole conversation was going to really take off. I, I think it's a funny there. idea that cavemen were good at charades. That's, I thought, the real meat of the discussion. And they and were sort just, of the, the original and, Pictionary. And you start talking about Winston Abbey or... Well, what about Pictionary? Huh? I mean, they, they, were all, they were the ones first drawing... Like, I, I saw a... You know, I saw a... a uh, God, motherfucker! And then they just found some charcoal and they were like... And the other cavemen are like, what is it? Is it a buffalo? And he's like, mm. what, what was it? Did you see a monster, a dinosaur? And he's like, like, what was it? And then the first time man really spoke, 
was when he's like, it's a fucking giraffe. Look at the neck. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> what are these words? <laughs> See, that's exactly what I was picturing. And I just had to kickstart you a little bit. That mm-hmm. was funny. I, I mean, that's the thing. I, we had an opener in Nebraska. It hasn't come out yet. Actually, when you hear this, it'll have come out. And it, you'll have heard it, or they'll have heard it by the time. Uh, who cares? Time is so complicated to explain. Time the bottom line is, is that episode will have aired by the time uh, you, know, you hear this episode. And, of course, you're sitting here right now. So we're really in the past, and we're about to jump into the future. <laughs> but you guys don't know it yet, but you're about to, if you listen to the show... Uh, You'll know that in Nebraska, the opener involved a, a stolen woolly mammoth tusk. And uh, I was defending T.J. Miller in a trial. And not many people in Nebraska had ever heard the podcast. And I had such great visions of this opener. And it was a fucking disaster. Well, I, I mean, they didn't know what the fuck the show was. I'm like, we're here to defend T.J. Miller for the yeah. stolen woolly mammoth tusk. And, I, and they're like, what the fuck are we doing? But to be fair... They had never heard the show before, and it did not explain to them what was happening, and it was complete silence, and I knew it beforehand, and we both talked about it. We're like, That's, I'm going to go down hard well, on that, that opener. I'm going down hard, but I wrote it, and I, I was like, you. I have to hear it go down hard. I have to hear it fail, just to prove that it well, I will. I admire because I, what I said to you, and to be fair, this isn't I told you so, but I was like, I don't think most people from Omaha no. know that yeah. Nebraska is home to the largest... Right. Woolly mammoth bone. Yeah. Or what is it? Was it a jaw? It was a woolly mammoth bone, uh, uh, a fossil. It was a which fossil, you allegedly right. stole. And, but you and I said, thought it was genius when I came up with but it. You also said it's not going to work. I know that. Yeah, but I did I, say I that. I have to do it. Exactly. I said it's something I have to do. It's sort of like the scorpion that rides the, uh, uh, the frog. Uh, you know that old uh, parable? That old parable, the scorpion that rides the frog. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my favorite parables. It's the scorpion. Uh, that rides the frog, uh, and uh, look it up. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'll, I'll say. So the scorpion is, is the, the, the scorpion says, "I want to ride across the river, uh, the Hood River," and uh, just to make this local, because that's what I do as a comedian. <laughs> it is true. I make it seem good. like all my jokes happen in that town, and uh, so you go across the Hood River. Um, and the, the scorpion says, well, give me a ride. And the frog says, I can't give you a ride. You're going to bite me. And, and, and I'm going to drown. And, and the scorpion said, well, why would I do that? I mean, if I bite you and you drown, uh, I'm going to drown too because uh, I can't swim. So we'd both die. So that would be crazy. And the... the, the uh, Hold on. And, uh, Scorpions can't swim? What if that was all I took from it? <laughs> I was just like, I get it. Scorpions can't swim. <laughs> all right. So, so, so the, the, the frog says, well, okay, scorpion, get on my back. And uh, they're riding across the river, having a good time, just chatting, kind of small talking about, uh, you know, woolly mammoth tusks and microbrews, that kind of thing. About, yeah. so, talking about podcasts they like, that kind of thing. To the and frog, then, do you play and then, frog yeah, with your friends a that lot? Kind of that kind of stuff. Did you like the game Frogger? Stuff like that. Stuff like that. And then the scorpion bites the frog and, uh, and stings the frog. Thank you. <laughs> bites him with his stinger. I've never, also, heckled. I've, been, never been, I've never been heckled. I've never been heckled during a parable before. Uh, of course, never really tried to tell one either. 
uh, live like this. How fun is that person in conversation? Just that's what he is. They're telling somebody's telling a parable or just talking about a scorpion. I saw a scorpion the other day, but I was afraid it was going to bite me. And you just are like, sting you. <laughs> the scorpion would sting you. You see, we don't talk like that here in Quinton Abbey. <laughs> He's very literal, too. He's like, where's the microbrew? Um, you mean microbrewery. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he stings, uh, the scorpion stings the frog, and as the frog is, is dying, he says, why did you sting me? Now we're both going to die. And the scorpion said, uh, I'm a scorpion. Uh, that's what I do. Oh, God. So he's also a sarcastic dick at the end of their deaths. <laughs> like, it's bad enough you're dying, but for the last words you hear to be like, I'm a scorpion. That's what I do. So, um, you know, I write shitty openers for my podcast, and I will deliver them. That's what I do. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. And fuck you. Your mama gonna be sad when she hear how you are correcting people's sting versus bites. (laughs) Triple banger lightning Lightning round. round. Question Question two. two. Question two. Triple banger auxiliary round. Now, Adam, the the auxiliary comes after we do three triple bangers. (laughs) Triple meaning uh, three. Don't don't you follow the nonsense that's happening here? Triple banger auxiliary round comes after the first three triple bangers. <laughs> Good God. What's this is next? a very strict format. What's it, Luckily, what's this is just a sound check. It's very... It, what if he literally thinks that we're going to tickle an oracle? Oh, we should tickle an oracle later on this show. Triple banger lightning round, question two. Question two. Travel sombreros. The next big thing... <laughs> What is a travel sombrero? It's a, is it a foldable sombrero? No, it's a sombrero with wheels on it. Sombrero 2.0. It's an entire war sombrero should be an entire wardrobe. Let's let's be real. And you, you get a pinata. You don't, you don't each... do this? You don't do the thing that I always do when I'm in Mexico, which is put a sombrero on and then have sort of a thin veil that goes all the way around down to my legs, to my feet. <laughs> and I just walk around like this. Like donde esta el divertido. <laughs> you know, I do what do a you lot think? Of, I do a lot of sort of veiled sombrero. Uh, jokes where the punchline is a Spanish word that a lot of people don't know. <laughs> That's what I do. That's you're the scorpion in that parable. Well, I do agree with this. A sombrero you can't, you know, you can't wear it all the time. So being able to wheel it sometimes would be helpful. I was going to say, well, it's a hat. Why don't you just put it on your head? But it's hard to walk through doors yeah. and sombreros. Security. Security's tough with a sombrero If on. you're near hanging plants, it can be a uh, fucking disaster. Yeah, it can be. Uh, sex with a sombrero is quite difficult. Especially if it falls off onto the face of the other person. It's not like when you wear one of those newsy caps, the soft brims. 
when you're having sex, you know, it's it because it fa- yeah. those fall off, they just sort of go right off the woman's face. Yeah. But if a sombrero falls, right. then it just covers her completely. Right. And if you even continue having intercourse, she gets really offended. She does. That's what I've and noticed. And she should. I remember I mean? that. I remember that. Sex with a sombrero is quite difficult, uh, depending on the size of your pee hole. I got. <laughs> I got to ask you a question. If you have to have an extra big pee hole to fuck a sombrero. <laughs> If you had a, a sombrero that was at a brand that's what that the tag said, enough, and and you put sort of guacamole around it, yeah. Do you think it's inappropriate if people come up to you with chips? And well, we talked about that on a very early really? episode. I don't think you were the guest on that one, but <laughs> apparently you don't listen to every show. But yeah, that was a triple banger. Should you should it be able to double as a as a place to to chip and dip? And I think so. But yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah, but we you already, don't agree. Already, with... No, we already talked about that. What I'm talking about is: is it inappropriate for people to come at you with chips that oh. don't know you? Oh, because you're walking around with guacamole in your hat. If the, there's probably another guy somewhere walking around with a bag of chips. That's it. He's just like, I'm not eating these dry. God damn it! Why didn't I pick up any guacamole? Holy shit! Is it bad yeah. if he runs across and tries to take a swipe? Hmm. Yeah, the, chi- the chip offenders. Yeah, the chip and dip offensive. Yeah, uh, I don't. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think you'd have to understand if you're wearing a sombrero that you're open to attack at any time from someone carrying chips and dip. Yeah, because you're basically you're basically wearing a hat that is also a bowl. Do you think that it can be Miranda used as such? That problem a lot. Who? Carmen Miranda with <laughs> she, the girl who wears the. The sort of uh, the bananas and the it's just like a fruit plate on her fucking hat. Do you think people would walk by and be like, "Hey, I just got yeah. Carmen Miranda's banana from her hat." Yeah, I bet people are. And now I won't get a foot cramp for a week <laughs> because bananas are high in potassium. <laughs> I I know you didn't have to explain that part. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's true. That, that's 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 funny. I mean, it it, it kind of reminds me of the old uh, sombrero, um, you know, uh, parable. Uh, <laughs> the sombrero scorpion parable. How does that go? Well, where the scorpion wanted to eat some uh, chips and dip, and he saw a, a frog on a sombrero. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. And. <laughs> He said to the frog, can I climb up on the sombrero and have some chips and dip? And the, and, the, and the frog said, you're allergic to chips and dip. Why would you do that? Yeah. And he said, well, you know, I won't. I just want to sit up there with you. So then he goes up on the sombrero, and he, he actually uh, stings. <laughs> it's, uh, it's bites, actually. Bites. Stings the frog. And as the frog's dying, he said, how come you stung me? And he's like, well, I... I didn't want you to have any chips and dip either. And, uh, Another dick thing to say. Because I'm a scorpion and I'm a fucking asshole. And that's a last like, known parable. Uh, probably shouldn't have even repeated it. No, is, is, uh, I think in that instance it is bite. because uh, You think so? Yeah, when a scorpion has to get around a sombrero, they always bite. Okay. Triple banger lightning round. Question three. Question three. Listen, guys, I have to do something. Bravo. That was amazing. That was perfect. That was incredibly funny. 
I'm going to do something I didn't think I'd have to do. What's happening? I'm just, I'm, I'm messing with the recording really Cash quick. Cash gets very, very neurotic I about do. the recording. These are precious classics that we're doing here. And but we have we three recording yeah. devices. I think that's important to you, the 12 and a half. We don't take this lightly. We have three recording devices. One of them is hidden among the crowd. And I'm serious. <laughs> look, look at his face. He's a socialist. <laughs> there is a robot out there that looks like a person that's just a recording device. Triple banger lightning round, question three. Best names for a microbrew. And I, I, I actually took these off the internet. These are real names of microbrews. And I thought people in Portland would really, really get a kick out of this. <laughs> uh, these are real names. I want to know which one you like the best. Okay. Uh, benign cyst in the resulting sense of relief, ale. <laughs> That's the front runner right now. Keep going. I would hope it's the front runner since it's the only one I've done. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Aggressive come-ons from three male German tourists. Lager. Well, that's the front runner. Pretty good one. That's a pretty good one. These are real names of uh, microbrews. Uh, they must have really uh, large... Uh, uh, Marquise, labels, yeah, to be sure. Large labels and yeah. large uh, uh, and tiny Signage. fonts. What? Don't say what? Don't say. That was Don't say weirdest. penis holes. That was a weird heckle. Yeah. That was just a weird caution. I wasn't we even, even gonna... talking. Yeah. We were... I, I didn't even consider saying penis hole there. In fact, it's so weird that during that part of the show, you were thinking about penis holes. Yeah. Because fact, we weren't talking about Let that. me just reassure you. When I said penis holes in relation to having sex with a sombrero and everyone laughed, I realized I needed to put that gag away. He is I knew I had peaked there. Yeah. Uh, in fact, the whole show peaked there for me. It's, it's also strange for one of the 12 and a half, which I, actually I assume you don't listen to the show, but it's a strange thing to be like, well, at this point, I've had enough of the penis hole humor. <laughs> So, if they even get close to it, for instance, talking about beer, (laughs) I'm going to voice my opinion. And that will be the command. No, no, no. Don't do it. I was upset. Don't talk about penis holes. I was very upset about the stinging versus biting problem. And now they keep doing the penis hole thing to death. I'm going to put a stop to it right now. Uh, here's the next beer. It's a name for a microbrew. You know what he just did? The I next do name. have to break in yeah, and say okay. that when I looked over at him, like admonishing him one last time, I swear to God, he goes. <laughs> like he was like, good, you won't do it anymore. You got what I was saying. <laughs> Jesus. So the next, the next, uh, the next microbrew. The next microbrew is titled, uh, let's see if you like this one, Unconventional Shaped Penis Hole IPA. (laughs) I mean, do you know, I I know you well enough. I also know comedy well enough, I think, but I also know you well that I knew that was coming, and I don't know if you saw it, but I started laughing... And had to clasp my hands to be like, oh, he's going to say penis hole. 
<laughs> what a masterful thing. That is hilarious. <laughs> so the rest of the show is downhill. That's yeah, real. that was it. We peaked there. It happened. Shut it down. <laughs> I feel sorry for these other mic. I feel sorry for the other. Please don't touch that. You're right. <laughs> I'm so paranoid. You, you understand the amount of flack I get if this recording doesn't sound absolutely perfect. I get tweets. It's a free show, for God's sake. And people are just like, I, there was a tiny buzz that really drove me crazy. Fuck you. <laughs> and so I get, now I'm all gun shy. I'm like a, a, a dog that's been, you know, kicked too much and spends half his life trying to cover, cover up. I, I was born in the USA. I, uh, and, uh, I, had a, I had a gentleman named Brendan show up at my home in Los Angeles and uh, he called me from right outside and he said hey I got a haircut and I said what I can't hear you this is a terrible connection and he just opened the door and said yeah that's what your podcast sounded like you piece of shit (laughs) and then he took out his dick and he urinated on my hardwood floors and all over all my dogs, which I've trained to get in a row whenever somebody opens the door and stay there no matter what, even if they see, even if they see a man's penis hole. <laughs> this ended up being a great show. <laughs> I had not heard that story. Oh. Um, okay, so I feel sorry for these microbrews that are coming after because we really we read some good moments now, and uh, I. But these are real microbrews. Uh, I can't like I apologize enough for them. Uh, one's called "Landlord's Admonition" that you had darn well better move that mattress out of the alley, pomegranate stout. <laughs> that wins. That's not I, a bad one. I can't one. imagine you beating that. Well, I think you're going to like this one. I don't want to oversell it, but. Um, Pomegranate stout. Yeah. These are real beers. Um, <laughs> the last one, which I think you'll get a kick out of, is called uh, Terrifying Clown Dreams Pilsner. It's pretty good. Not as good. I really like the long name and the big label. Yeah, let me read that again. Landlord's admonition that you had a darn well, that you had darn well better move that mattress out of the alley pomegranate stuff. I find it interesting that you can't pronounce words you wrote. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know where these beers, so I don't know what we should call our beer. We'll we'll probably take a suggestion at the end of the show if anybody wants to uh, write our show for us. Uh, now, this, this next triple banger lightning round is the uh, auxiliary round. And, uh, uh, yeah, didn't think so. Uh, <laughs> it's an embargo uh, back there. It's an embargo. He's pissed. He's like, I will not be mocked anymore. It's a mutiny. The auxiliary round. Uh, this is for the, uh, uh, for the people of Portland, because you guys love soccer here. I know it's a big soccer uh, place. And of course, the World Cup just ended, a very deeply uh, flawed, flawed sport, uh, which I like to play. But, but you know, it's, uh, it, there's some soccer heckles I wanted to ask you about. Uh, Definitely. Wh- I know one chant that I always do in a soccer yeah. game. Um, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> 
The best soccer what, heckles. Yeah. Whenever, I'm, whenever I'm on the sidelines, I just really go for it, and I yell a, a chant, a rhyming chant. I, I wonder what that rhyming chant would sound like. if I you were to... A lot of people do until I say it, and then when I do, they know exactly what I just said because they can hear it. Like through their through their yeah, air I holes. Say it earlier. Like yeah. through their air holes, they'll hear it, and then they'll yeah. like put it. Depends to, on how big the if ear you're hole speaking is, the yeah. same. If you're speaking the la- same language, they'll understand uh, sure. what the soccer uh, uh, yeah. sort of uh, so anyway, go ahead. heckle is. And so, could you do you think you might be able to do that for us here on the podcast, or do you want to save that for another show like Doug Loves Movies or somewhere else? No, I mean. No, no, look, this is your show. I, I, I agreed also, you know, a couple months ago when you held me at gunpoint to never do Doug Loves Movies ever again. <laughs> and I won't, and I, and I apologize. I'm okay. serious. Okay. I was well, serious about that then, and I'm serious about it now. Okay, well... And that being said... Uh, big hits, no tits! Big <laughs> hits, no tits! Big tits, no hits! Big hips, no tits! Okay. That's what I yell at men's soccer games, you know. And you, you mainly uh, yell that at uh, men's lacrosse games. Yeah, I've done that before. God damn, they can't hear it. Those they've got helmets on. <laughs> Best soccer heckles. Uh, you can choose from these. Best soccer heckles. You're going the wrong way. Use your hands! <laughs> now, by the way, these are all things I yelled at the World Cup events, just at local bars around the Manhattan Beach area. I was thrown out of a bunch of bars during the World Cup. I enjoyed that very much. Uh, the whole time I was drinking a, a beer called Pomegranate Stout. Um, here's another one. Uh, you forgot your shoes! Made you look. I like that the second part isn't yelled, so they might not even hear that. Made right. you look. That's just creepy to the two people sitting next to you. All right. They're like, whoa, that took a different fucking turn right there. Yeah, I should have even whispered it. Made you look. <laughs> just in their other ear. So you yell it in one ear, right? So you're just like, uh, you're just like, uh, Yeah, I think that would be the creepiest experience that person has ever had. <laughs> that's, what that's, you, I think that was how I got thrown out of those bars, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, uh, you know, what would, that's another thing for a later time, but it is, what are the creepiest things you can whisper to the, the stranger who's in the seat next to you at a soccer game? Well, here's you know, one. Like something like, I thought of one. Look at all those feet. <laughs> How about this? Is that a sombrero? <laughs> are you just happy to see me? Yeah, that's all I can think yeah, of. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> kind of fizzled out there. Here's another one. Kick it to the robot! <laughs> yeah, that wasn't... Didn't work, that one. Was, is that the camera? Huh? Is that the camera? Yeah, there's a camera on the field. Yeah, Sometimes perfect. you can see it. Uh, here's another one. Add the second ball! <laughs> that's my favorite yeah, one. Yeah. 
You've got to have two trumpeteers on either side of you. And then you say it, and they just... This you know, one, if you have two trumpeteers, yeah. almost everything you with say you? is a declaration. Yeah. yeah. If they walk around with you, that's great. You know, you can be like, I'm going to the store, Margaret. Yeah, if you have a trumpeteer with you. <laughs> Who is, do you know Robert Hawkins? He has that, that bit about flugelhorns, you know, air jamming the flugelhorns. Or, I don't, I don't know the setup, so it didn't make the joke quite as funny. I'm sorry, Robert. Robert's one of the funniest guys in the world, and I, I messed his joke up. And I he loves he to understand. read. Go ahead. Um, here's another one. This, I don't think this will work here tonight. Uh, I usually don't set up a joke this way. Uh, where I just say it won't work, but it did, people really liked it at the bar, where uh, you just yell during the soccer game, all of a sudden, just, fire down below! <laughs> yeah, see, that's where I needed the horn, right there. Um, did you enjoy the World Cup? Did you like it? I, did you watch it I all? I watch it. I think it's unamerican. We don't talk sports right... <laughs> We talked last night about how TJ just turned to me. It was funny. We were, taking, we were walking around. We were a little... I'd say I, I was spitunkered last night. I don't know what you were. I was in the state of Denver. But we were, we were walking around, and TJ just said, you know, uh, I think we'd probably be better friends if I knew, you know, if we could talk sports. And I'm like, yeah, that would probably make us friends, you know? Uh, as it is, we're just acquaintances. But, but well, no, I, I mean, I... I'm, it's hard when you, when you have something you're very you. passionate about you can't talk to with, uh, you know, with a friend. So we'll talk World Cup right now. You, you thought it was un-American? I do. I mean, I, that is one thing is Cash loves sports, loves them, like, and knows a lot about them. Yeah. You know? We found, I found out last night that you gamble on them sometimes. You know what I mean? Once in a while. But yeah. That's because he has great hunches because he's analyzing every single... You know, you do know a lot about baseball. Even just yeah. baseball metaphors... You have better baseball metaphors than anyone. You can relate almost anything to baseball and have it make not only make sense but be a revelation. That's true. And I don't know a goddamn thing about baseball. <laughs> All I know about the World Cup is that I think it's un-American. I'm sorry. I do. It doesn't mean that it's true. It's just an opinion. I think soccer is weird. And I, I might be xenophobic, but I think it should remain in the rest of the world. Well, And I think they get too crazy about it. In Brazil, they're like... Chopping people's heads off. It's, yeah. It's a barbaric sport. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the head chopping off isn't really happen on the field. Uh, but Depends. It, yeah, it has. See? It has. It, Thank you, Mr. Stinger versus Biter. Yeah. The main thing that the sport needs is there's a lot of nothing-nothing ties, and then there's shootouts, which is sort of like having a free-throw competition at the end of a yeah. basketball game. And to fix it would be very simple. Um, you just... Go instead of eleven on eleven or whatever it is, you go eight on eight uh, for the next fifteen minutes. Then you go six on six. Then you go five on five. Because when hockey teams lose a player on each side, it becomes very exciting. That's my way of fixing soccer. What so do you think? It would, it would what do you be, think? That's a good way to fix that's soccer. A good one. That's See, all it that would take. Good. That's very simple. You're still playing soccer at least. And number two, if you're an American team, I think you do need an American coach. Uh, so I think uh, you know Will Ferrell should be the coach. <laughs> 
of the U.S. soccer team. I think that would be pretty cool. I mean, that is pretty. So how do they choose who the people are? Is the coach just get to take out all the players until it's the two best players? Because then that is pretty good. That's like it'd be pretty exciting. Kobe versus LeBron at the end of every single. Yeah, it'd be very exciting because eventually, you know, you want to see a team really score, not to not the uh, the uh, the free kicks. It's just not. It's not a good way to. That's it's not a reasonable saying, though, way to end a sporting event. People are event. so insane. And about also it. to accept a tie is the whole point of sports is to declare a winner and a loser. And there are too many ties. It just doesn't make any sense. Well, I just think it's it's it like just, I don't know if you realize, but this show uh, we, I've declared a winner and a, and a loser every episode. Yeah, that's. Oh, I didn't and know. That. Let me just check the chart here. Um, uh, well, listen, we can probably. Talk you've about lost that later. every show. I think. I think we can talk about that, you know, after the show. Although you did, just did say it's really every single show. Yeah, every sh- it looks it says here you've lost every show. Uh, I've lost over three shows. This is terrible. <laughs> well, I think that uh, the other thing is is that the ratio's off. People are so insane. They're painted. They have flags. They're totally new. They're like. Ah! They all have different songs for the clubs, and they'll fight each other outside. They just there's yeah. soccer hooligans, and nothing happens. Yeah, that's sort of what I'm saying. You're right. There's no it, scoring. It drives so people mad. Like, ah, 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 the whole game, right? Because there's they no have all that goal. pent up energy. That's and there's why no they goals. spend so much time saying goal. I think we've talked about this before because <laughs> it only happens once or fucking twice. So yeah. they have to be like goal. Go! So, yeah, I think, you know, it's not a fun sport. It just speaks to the fact that Americans have to have sports so much in their lives that they can't take a break. It's just any possible thing that they can get on the side of. And I think that's about human beings kind of don't have tribes anymore, especially in cities. So you got to be a part of some sort of tribe, you know? Well, you haven't been to Cleveland? No, I Or they've got a tribe there. The Cleveland Indians? Yeah. Should have saved that joke for Cleveland. <laughs> Let's move it along to where were you? Where were you? It's a, oh. you were wherever you are now. Auxiliary banger round. Um, I uh, he, he edits it somehow. I we were in uh, um, Nebraska in Omaha and we snuck into or I snuck into uh, Transformers with TJ Miller. He actually you watched me sneak in. Did you pay? It was yeah, I did pay. That's weird. It is, it is, and it is. I it's snuck very in. Funny. There was one guy. Uh, he he sold me the ticket, and I was like, "Thank you so much, man." And then I ran to get popcorn, and I came back, and I was like, "Can you break this? Uh, you know, this this one dollar bill?" And uh, and, he, and he goes, "Yeah, yeah." And then he does it, and he goes, um, "By the way, you're really good in the movie." Anyway, see you later. And it's this weird thing where it wasn't cool that he was like. See you later. It just looked weird. But he if you wanna he could he like he that's the time. The only yeah. thing that you can do in a movie theater. I was talking about how I used to work at a McDonald's, which is true, and I would always if somebody was nice or I liked them or they were having a bad day, right. I'd give them a large fry instead of a medium because McDonald's can't tell. Yeah. And I think the only thing you could do in a movie theater is let somebody go in for free yeah. and he didn't go for that. That's the only possibility you have for being cool to people. And he didn't choose that option. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just a job perk that you can sort of exploit to make, yeah. you know, do something. But nice I'm, but I'm more interested in, in how I looked sneaking into your well, movie. Well, here's the thing: I had never seen Cash sneak into anything. I don't think have I? No. And Cash, you should know this is a, a noted 
sneak in. I mean, he's one of the best sneak ins that ever has been. I maintain he's like a great con man. He can just look. You can just sneak in anything. How many you've sneaked into hundreds World of sporting events, World Super Series, Bowls. you know, Super Bowls, these sorts of things. Uh, I have a book that a uh, I've, I've been trying to finish my book for two years. It's called uh, No Twicket. No. <laughs> I'll just stop so and I'll excited. get mocked right here. You're, you're so excited to do taking it to the tweets. <laughs> You just started to put a W in. The, what is it? It's the book's called No Ticket Required. Uh, and uh, it's about all my sneaking exploits. But uh, So I snuck into your movie, and it was with the p- uh, people that were, went to the podcast. And we all sat and watched the movie. And so you got to see me do a sneak in. Then you have to see my favorite practical living from one of the early episodes where you see a trailer during a movie. And it looks terrible. And you wait till the trailer just ends. They just roll like who's doing the movie or who the producer is. And you just yell, no. <laughs> it worked. It kills. You, you crushed so hard. He got, that was the biggest laugh. Biggest laugh of the, of the week. We had done a show earlier where both of us <laughs> went up. And the biggest laugh of the evening was, what, what, what was it? Which, do we remember? I don't know what movie it was. It was like some, like, the sequel to the sequel of 300 It has to be a bad movie that everyone agrees they don't want to see. So don't burn it. And I was wondering if that movie at the time, I was like, I don't know if I should do this now. This sequel looks kind of, or this, um, this preview looks kind of good. I don't know if it's going to work. But I said to go for it, and it really paid dividends. It really crushed. It's good to get just a one-laugh set. That's all it is. And once stand-up ends for me, I'm just going to be an old man just going to movies. Waiting for a bad trailer right when it ends. No! And I'm going to get a laugh. It's going to be sweet. Yeah. I mean, people literally laugh so hard. I thought it was going to be like... (laughs) And then carry out and get the champagne out. Because it really... It was perfectly timed. That's the reason. I don't think I don't think any of us, either of us, had ever been in a movie together too, and you had never been a part of a, a, a three ply cash stacker where uh, we had all the twelve and a half just sitting on my lap. We went straight up in the air, and uh, it's tough to eat the popcorn. You have to pass it down to each person. But I, you know, we call that the popcorn waterfall. You know, <laughs> when you got a three ply cash stacker. Yeah. Yeah, you got to go popcorn yeah. waterfall. You give the popcorn to the guy on the top, and he eats it. And anything that spills out, you got to try and catch it. <laughs> Obviously, the higher up, you know, the better. It's better to be high up. Let's think about it, because you got less weight on you. You're closer to the popcorn. The best is to be at the top of the right. three ply cash stacker. That's right. You want to be on we top. Res- yeah, we I'm reserve on that the bottom. for the half a person. Yeah, but it was fun. It was fun seeing that movie with you. I really enjoyed it, and. and uh, I liked the movie. I thought it was fun. But I, I got to say, the sneak in, can I just describe it? Yeah. Because the 12 and a half should understand. I mean, it's true. He just, uh, we were getting closer and closer, and I was kind of talking to him about, you know, should we both sneak in, et cetera? And we're getting closer and closer, and we're about to open the door to the box office, and I'm sort of blabbing on, as I usually do, as you can see. And uh, I just, you suddenly were like, all right, all right, I'm about to go in. Because you were like, I have to get focused and get this together. You open a separate door for me. So I go in the other door at the same time. You open a separate door for me. You start making a beeline for the entrance. And as I go over, I start talking to the box office guy who immediately forgets. You know, he just didn't even pay attention to you. You looked so... It was such confidence. And then I sort of saw you in my peripheral. You say hello to the guy who takes the tickets without giving him a ticket. And you just walked right the fuck in. (laughs) It makes you never want to pay for anything again. (laughs) 
But you do pay for things, and you do you will you know you. Pay. I'm very moral in some ways, but uh, I you know we're in the entertainment industry. I don't think we should have to pay for uh, anything. Uh, <laughs> In the world, uh, but certainly not entertainment. I mean, you know, when a teacher goes to, I'm you creating know, watch jobs. Other teacher teach, they don't have to pay yeah. twenty five dollars. That's right. And plus, I'm creating jobs, and without it's really it's, it creates socialism. Uh, if there weren't people that were willing to sneak into movies, we wouldn't have uh, jobs. You know, there, there wouldn't need to be security guards. And I feel I'm serving the country in that way. Yeah, so, a lot of a lot of movie theaters have security guards. Um, let's move along to essential questions of human nature. I've got one. Yeah. How many movie Can we do theaters the... do you think have security guards? How many what? Movie theaters do you think have security have guards? Have security guards? Uh, all you... of them. Really? Yeah. You think all of them have security guards? Yeah. Well, yeah. That can't be true. Ticket takers. How many uh, do you think have a security guard with a gun? Does that ever happen? Oh, okay. You're talking security guards. I was talking like ticket takers. Oh, well. They all have ticket takers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I Except, get it Except that's not true. Actually, if you see like a movie in the park... Uh, Maybe that's how... That is a guy who does sneak-ins, yeah. as you really are saying, like, yep, so that's another security officer taking the tickets. Here's the security officer that tries to make me pay for the popcorn. <laughs> uh, the, IR- the IRS is a security guard that's trying to get my tax money. Oh, wait a second. That's, that, that reminds me. You wanted me to sneak onto the plane. Remember? We had different tickets. Oh, that's true. On and the way home, we had different so tickets. Naive. We've never flown on the same flight together. And uh, we're just starting to become friends. So, um, <laughs> No, we're just and, starting to do these live podcasts. And TJ had the first I, seat. I was that, like, you got it. was it. Southwest flight. TJ had the first seat that was going to be going on the airplane. And uh, I had, like, the last seat because I was the last one to check in for Southwest. And he's like, just sneak on. And I'm like, you know, airplanes are a little different, you know, with the whole 9-11 and thing. I was like, you uh, can do it. I've seen you do the ticket. You got past the security guards at the fucking, <laughs> at the movie theater. You can get past these. Yeah, because I snuck onto a couple uh, airplanes before 9-11, but I, but I didn't do it after. And I, I, it makes me a little nervous, just the whole, like, dying thing. Uh, and, but... But I did. What happened was you went. I was. I felt so ashamed that I wasn't able to do it. That I did do it. But about it's 10 impossible. Later. They, I mean, they're told. I did they slide get behind. the ticket I, from everybody. Yeah, I did or slide behind. Her. I mean, it was pretty amazing. And then I liked that I asked you. You said you snuck on a bunch of planes before nine yeah. eleven. I said, well, what did you do? Just take the flight? Yeah. Like, no, no, no. I, I, I would, you know, I would come off. And I just thought. I just realized in this moment that it would be hilarious if you did stay on and there it was a full flight. Yeah. Because they'd take off, yeah. and you'd always be like, I'm just waiting for the bathroom. Yeah. You're just kind of meandering back and forth, yeah. kind of be looking over people's shoulders to watch a movie. Is this a Korean film? Yeah. yeah, I just did it to see if I could back then. Well, you, and um, you, I think you were able to. That's amazing. He really is. Yeah. You really, really are. That is amazing. Seeing it at the movie theater, I can't imagine a person ever stopping you. Yeah, no, it hasn't you've happened in quite VIP a long time. Entrances, the people near my house, I, I don't think they want uh, our money. Uh, I think they just want us to just not pay for movies. Near, there's a movie theater near my house with just nobody's there. I don't think anyone's working there. They should take some of the people that pump gas in Oregon and transfer them to the movie theater in Manhattan Beach. Let's move along to essential questions of human nature. Essentially, this is essential questions of human nature. Poets. Poets. Time to add a guitar and have people like you? 
That is. Are poets just lazy, lazy rock musicians? They are. It's like, put some music to it. I don't know. If you're not going to accompany uh, poetry with music, um, I don't even know what's a better accompaniment. Maybe uh, a power saw or yawning. I don't know. Why would, you, have to, you have to accompany it with something, don't you think? Yeah, and why don't they just sort of, you know, hit their... I guess some people do do that. <laughs> and slam poetry is not very popular. They tried no. so hard. They really went for it. They tried to make poetry cool, and yeah, it just didn't, didn't do work. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're in Portland, so there's like everyone is like, "What the? What do you mean, <laughs> you asshole?" <laughs> you throw, well, think- hurling words at the world. Sometimes that's all we have. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that deserves more. <laughs> it was well. It was sort of poetic. You piece of shit. <laughs> no, I, I, that's why I wanted to mention it here Because I, I know you people understand But Do we have any poets here with us tonight? Uh, poets? Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah buddy what, what, what kind of poetry do you? Huh? Spoken word Spoken word, okay Yeah, you don't just think it <laughs> It is better when you just say it out loud like, give us, can you give us, uh, like, one stanza? No, no. You, would you do that to a comedian? Would you say oh. to a comedian? Well, he did raise his hand, though. Yeah, but come on. If you said okay, to the audience, are there any comedians? That's true. You know, some might raise their hand. You wouldn't be like, oh, can you uh, give us a joke? That's true. Because you I agree. hate that. We hate that. That was rude. That was rude. That was rude. I'd like to apologize. Can you give us the title? Can you give us the title? Do you think that's Yeah, better? that's better. That's better. The title of a The poem? title of a poet? Yeah, and then we'll do the poem. Keep Portland weird? No, you just made that up. You're a comedian. (laughs) What did he say? He said, keep Portland weird. Keep Portland weird? That's not a a poem, is it? Although it would be pretty easy to do. That's a fact. Because it ends in weird. It's what? No, so do you you write poetry? Okay, so what's the name of one of your poems? Anything. Soul of Sky. Soul of Sky. Is that a fish poem, sort of? You want to go line for line? Huh? What? Gil like Scott that. here. Okay, there it is. Just that guy. Um, and he was so far away from you. He's like, friend. Do you see what poetry does to any show? You see what happens here? But like listen, one person think, clapping. Are we? You and I can imagine what Soul of Sky or Soul Keep of Sky. Weird. Do you want to do Keep Portland Weird? Let's do Keep Portland Weird. Okay. Okay. Bicycles. Yeah. I'll start. I'll start. Bicycles. Hair. Can't pump your own gas. Beards. Weirds. (laughs) Micro brewers. Take what's left. Oh, Oh, sorry. It didn't rhyme with gas yet. So it ended with that. (laughs) For that ass. (laughs) I'll do the first one. I'll do the first one this time. I had a good one. Your food is delicious. 
perhaps necessarily not nutritious. But oh Lord, Mount Hood for the fishes. In the title, I mentioned soul, even though that was the other poem. <laughs> now I'm confused. I have a wide penis hole. <laughs> <laughs> Too good. All right. Well. Okay, that was yeah, good. Was that similar? Similar to that. I mean, if that had been if that had been set to music, we'd have a whole different deal here. Three Essential people. questions of human nature. Um, if you have sex with a robot, you know, there's these robots that, that look like people. They're making robots that look like human beings that you, you can have sex with. I think it's for very, uh, I would think, horny people. Uh, but it's as, it's as lifelike as a human being. Is that yeah. is that is that cheating? If you were to have sex with a robot, is that cheating? Like if you were, say, in a marriage or something? Just putting the feelers out. Uh, I mean, yeah. Do you consider that cheating? I, have sex with a robot? I don't know. I guess that would be a discussion you'd have to have. I mean, in the future, I no, don't, I don't think it'll it's happen. Discuss- it's like only cyborgs, honey. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you why. I, I'll tell you why it's not a discussion to have because it's bullshit. The only reason you'd have sex with a, a robot is because you're not allowed to fucking cheat. Uh, oh, that's the reason that you. Would, yeah. So yeah. it's not cheating. You'd like if she got mad at you, you'd be like, "I'm having sex with a robot because." I'm not allowed to have sex with real girls. But you also, if, if you wanted a girl that you weren't able to get, and so you could just make a robot of her. Although, oh, no. How weird would that be? No. Although it would decrease stalking. I don't, I don't think you can make... stalkers wouldn't need to hide in bushes or keep calling, because they could just get a clone I don't think you can make robots. Party. I don't think you can make... I don't think you can make robots of specific people. I think these are generic robot uh, people, girls or boys. That's terrifying. Yeah, I, it doesn't turn me on. I'm just saying that if Do you... Do they have human skin or something? I, I, yeah, like they it? look exactly and feel exactly like a person, apparently. Okay, they are creating I, these. I bet you meant they're, it's just a robot. Basically... I was imagining a Terminator bot no. just being like... No, these are real sex toys that are lifelike, I guess, and people have sex with them. I'm not going to choose to do that, by the way. I'm not bringing this up because I want to do it. I'm just telling... No, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious here. I, I would never do it, but I'm saying that the people that get in trouble for doing it are probably very horny. Do you think... Yes. <laughs> do you think that when they move, sometimes they'll make a robot noise on accident, and do they get embarrassed? Like, it's just this... It's just this robot woman and she's doing her thing and then you just hear her go and she's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I just, I had Indian food or <laughs> And that is literally the only fart joke I've done in a decade and it was a robot fart joke. It's a robot. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, I usually, I like uh, fart poetry but, uh, but usually should we not go back robot. and forth and do soul no, of the sky? No, I don't think we should. Let's not do soul of the sky. Let's, uh, Here, I'll start. I'll do no, the first line. No, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not do it. You're right. <laughs> that was a grave error, and it was. And I really, I was just trying to defend the first guy that has sex with a robot and, and, and you know, gets in trouble for it. He probably, you know... Uh, yeah, or a girl, too. Thank you, sir. Uh, 
Uh, I don't think a girl needs... There's a reason why girls will not need male robots to have sex with, and that's because every guy wants to have sex with every girl. (laughs) Okay? It's it's such a weird thing when people are like, men and women have the exact same sex drive. That's an insane thing to say. It's insane. Uh, Bill Clinton jeopardized his entire career. He's the most, like, he's, he's the most ambitious person in the history of our country, and he decided to throw it all away because he needed to get a blowjob. There's no woman that's ever done that. I don't think Margaret Thatcher... It's like, I gotta do it. I Ever need rest. some of that English dick. I don't I need some of that Caddington Abbey. <laughs> I know that wasn't what it was, but it was close enough. I, yeah, I don't think she would have risked her entire legacy to get eaten out, you know. It's true. I'm just saying, I, 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 we're more horny, and that's what I'm saying. I wanted to update people on the, on the uh, streak. People keep asking, like, are you still? I'm totally loyal to my wife. I love my wife. That's one big reason. Also, the streak. I mean, we've talked about it. The streak is, I'm the Cal Ripken of comedy. I've gone 12 years uh, where I've been totally loyal to my wife, not even kissing another girl. And, you know, uh, I, I have to protect the streak, you know? Uh, that's important to me. And sometimes I think I should take a day off, but, you know, the streak's... <laughs> Like, the streak's bigger than the relationship at this point. But when I really... (laughs) But when I really analyze it, and I love my wife. She's my best friend. You know by listening to the show. I I really do love my wife. But the real reason I don't cheat, we were talking about this the other day, the biggest reason that I don't cheat is that my dad would never cheat on my mom, and I just have that to live up to. I do. And it just, the whole thing makes me really, really uh, mad at my dad. I mean... (laughs) I mean... If he could have just slipped up a little, the standards could have been... The bar's been set too high, and now I'm putting this burden on my children. But I do love that. I love that you're... Yeah, you're like, I wish my father philandered a little bit because then I'd be able to. But I also think it's funny (laughs) because you're right. The streak is the thing, and it is... Once you've gone a certain amount of time, there's no... You know, there's no one experience, no matter how good it is. It could be be three girls. It could be a a cat... Three-ply cash stacker. Yeah. All beautiful women, the most beautiful women you've ever seen. You're still waking up the next day like, fuck. So it's not worth it. Oh, it's, it's just, terrible. You never do it. If, if you've ever experienced cheating, the, the, you know, the experience right afterwards, it's the most terrible feeling. So it's not worth having that And you feeling. were arguing with me about this, but I think it's the same thing with masturbation. No matter what, after you masturbate, you're like, why was I... Why did I need to do that? I don't know. I just, no, I don't, see, I don't feel I'm that way at to all. Clean my place now. I'm yeah. going to be late. And this is yeah. I don't agree. What was I thinking? But up until the orgasm, I mean, ladies, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. You've been working hard, and it's time for the play. <laughs> I don't agree with you about this at all. We argued about this. I don't agree. I think masturbation is a, is a wonderful thing. I think, I mean, I think of all the terrible things I would have done without masturbation. You know, I mean... Uh, you just would have made mistakes. We were just talking you'd about... You'd just like, be walking around much too horny. So I think it's important. Well, uh, I think, too, because now that... I agree with what you're saying, but that's because I know what you mean. But when you say it out loud, it does sound like I would just be going at every woman I saw. <laughs> No, I but just I meant... No, I didn't mean it like that. You took yeah, it to a dark place. No, 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 no. I'm saying I was going to I meant that I wouldn't be writing as much was, poetry as I am. I was only clarifying that what you do mean is yeah. you would make some mistakes and you'd be with some girls that you shouldn't be with, but if you masturbate beforehand, then it's that's the drive isn't there as much. I think it's completely logical. Yeah, yeah. if Bill Clinton was more comfortable with masturbation... 
His legacy would be completely Something different. Something tells me he was masturbating all the time, but was still like, <laughs> I gotta get a blowjob. Hillary is weird and cold, and she has more of a masculine haircut than I have. And I have a fairly masculine haircut. <laughs> Let's move along to a section. It's a, t- you know, we tentatively, uh, it's sort of a working title. Uh, we call it uh, Tweetalize. And uh, it's just a working title. It's called Tweetalize. Yeah, and okay, let's start it up. Some, some people have let's other go straight into the tweets. Let's get it moving. So, there is you the, know, there, oh, there's other phone. people that have like other names let's get for it. it. No, here, let's. You know? uh, I got to go get my phone and get some of the tweets. <laughs> grab a couple of your tweets. Okay, he's gonna grab my tweets. Some people like to call it uh, "Don't Stop." Retweeting <laughs> Hold on to that feeling Three he lies He ha ha Some people You know Other people Hey now Hey now Don't tweet It's over Hey now Hey now Don't tweet It's over uh, Other people like to call it uh, Better tweet, so tweet and bitter, bitter and tweet. Some people don't like that one. Uh, some like old 60s fans, they like it to be called, uh, you can't always get what you want. You can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes... You just might find You can't watch a tweet Cash <laughs> what, is, what is that? I'm having a baby and it's, it's yours <laughs> I had to tell you Hug me <laughs> That was a sight gag uh, People here enjoyed it TJ had a baby uh, Like an inflatable baby under Don't his shirt Don't tell them, they know what happened <laughs> Really should have been here. All the listeners at home. Love bites. <laughs> Love tweets. Um, I did do the psych gag to try and end the singing, the falsetto singing, which I'll I'm just keep the only going. Person you know? that doesn't like it. Everybody else enjoys it. No, a couple of people hate I've it. I'm people. starting to get some mean emails. So uh, like you ruined my I day. Got some tweets of yours. Ugh. I mean, There's a few people that are like. Okay, that's it. I it won't is. do it, it anymore. It does really, really. <laughs> I can just imagine people jamming out to it. I can just imagine people jamming out to it. I really can. Because I've asked people, do you like the falsetto singing? Or I joke about it, I tease you. And every single person I ask about it after every show... I've had death threats. Anywhere... <laughs> They always say I'm starting that, like, to think I actually love it. I hate to tell you, but I, I can't get I'm, enough I'm of it. I'm starting to think it, those death threats are from you. Um, you wrote, T.J. Miller wrote. I see uh, them singing along with it. 
The other day, T.J. Miller wrote, peanut butter is really the only thing that I can trust anymore. Yeah. That's Period. True. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. It's you like, can always uh, trust it to be there. I mean, where does this leave people with peanut allergies, you know? What do they have to believe in? I mean, I think peanut butter is... Are they sort of the atheists of the food world? If they don't believe in peanut butter? Yeah. I mean, if you don't believe in peanut butter, what is there to believe in, food-wise? Just believes that it exists or that it'll be consistently delicious. (laughs) Contestedly delicious, to be honest with you. A lot of people disagree with me. (laughs) But it is the most delicious of all the foods. It is. It's not... I mean, pizza and hamburgers, that's a different thing. Just as one element... It's yeah. It's the most delicious thing. Pizza, yeah. yeah, that's uh, pizza. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's good when peanut butter can get an applause break. Uh, <laughs> you know, you always like to get some for your jokes, but peanut butter gets the applause. Well, uh, I think people. Agree here's another one. When someone brags about their quote new marble granite countertops at their house, I say, hmm, yes, hmm, these would make a good tombstone. <laughs> It's true. It's kind of like bragging about closet space, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, there's no reason to be telling people, look at my new countertops. Folks, if your closet has granite closet tops in it, what the fuck is that? (laughs) If your closet... (laughs) If your closet has a gas station attendant in it... You're creating jobs! (laughs) In Oregon. No, if your closet has a gas station attendant in it, and a gas station, your closet is Oregon. <laughs> I also like how you pronounce it Oregon. Oregon. Is it Oregon? Oregon. 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 Well, it's, who cares? I mean, really, at the end of the day, seriously. Why? I don't tell you, like, it's Colorado. <laughs> Fucking idiot. All right, here's something that you tweeted. I will not rest. I will not rest this evening until I find my animal doppelganger. Hashtag, the search begins. (laughs) I'm very ambitious with my tweeting. Uh, So, yeah, I need to find out. Now, I got some very insulting ones. That's the thing. Uh, People actually wanted to help. I was just going to do my own search. But people wanted to, like, you look like a turtle, fuckface. And... Oh, okay, that gets a big applause break. Don't fucking applaud for that, that was, you terrible woman. That was your That was your peanut butter moment. You're like, yeah, that was as good as peanut butter. He looks like a turtle. That's as true as that. This crowd is very uh they're very pushy. It's a pushy crowd. <laughs> hey, don't say it. All right. Go ahead. Um some people sent me pictures of monkeys, which I don't think your doppelganger, animal doppelganger. I mean, it, it can't be a monkey because we're sort of we already sort of some of us look similar to monkeys in some ways, right? I mean, I look like an orangutan as a weird hair situation. <laughs> I'm built like a yeah, I'm built like a larger chimp. <laughs> I think that's real, but yeah, you don't you don't try and say what your animal. But that's the problem. A doppelganger is supposed to look exactly like you, yeah. right? So, you know, that's what they're going to do. But also, no animal looks like either of us. I mean, I look like a warthog in the morning, but 
I always put on my face and then I'm fine. I had that fun. I was in college. I was eating dinner with my friend, with his mom and his dad at uh, graduation or something. And it was a very serious dinner. We were all dressed up. And the mom all of a sudden said, you know, the Ger- they had two German shepherds. And she said that she was married to one of the German shepherds in her previous life. And the husband was there, and he didn't really appreciate hearing that. What did he say? Did he say anything, or he just kind of looked at you like, this is the most terrible prison of a life I could have created? That's exactly what he said with his eyes. He looked at me like, you see what I'm dealing with? It is. That's a bad one. That's such a weird one. It's like, yeah, so just merely one life ago, I liked bestiality. I mean, it's terrifying. Don't say that. I was married yeah. to a dog in my yeah. past life. Yeah, she thought she... They... Did she say she was a dog? No, they I don't think she... got to specify that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so you said uh, uh, three years ago, I didn't, I didn't think that Fox could create a worse broadcasting team, but they found a way. Hashtag all-star game. That just felt like anger. In ways. Yeah. yeah, it was mean. I mean, they are... Why is Fox... It's the worst network, but they think they have the highest ratings. Doesn't... I mean, you guys obviously don't agree, but everyone in here is wearing Pendleton like, God, fuck you. <laughs> but what do you think? It is the... It's their make, they make fun of the news, the broadcasting, and for the most part, the programming. Well, they've made... I mean, I, I don't want it to get too serious, but I just feel like they've made a mockery of baseball with things like making the All-Star game count towards... Uh, teams that, you know, uh, which team is going to hold the home field advantage, things of that nature. They've turned baseball into a game show, and it, it, it bothers me. Yeah, I but mean... It's very serious for a show like this. And we're going to have an after show. In fact, if you guys want to listen, I have a, a podcast. It's called uh, Baseball Podcast for Babies. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, with your eldest uh, with son. With my son, yeah, Chance. And so if you want to listen to that, that's where things get really serious. But this is more of a comedy show right here. How many of those have you done? Uh, yeah, we've just done one. You really, you got to keep doing them. Yeah, they're good. We did a first. We did a first enough. annual episode, and we're gonna do that. Yeah, you do that every year. We're gonna do it. Um, all right. So, uh, you know, just recently you said I'm still searching for my animal doppelganger. I suspect most of the creatures you've suggested are feeling insulted. Uh, so then, even then, you're like the animals. They don't appreciate the animals. Don't like it human. either. They don't, you know, if you're a turtle, you don't want to be compared to Cash Levy. You just want to be. You just want to be a goddamn turtle, you know? Yeah. I felt that so many times already today. <laughs> okay, and then this last one, you said, I bought a hat today that said, Old Guys Rule, straddling the only delicate balance between irony and truth, which I like to call sadness. <laughs> <laughs> And that's that, this hat right here. That's, you know what that, the name of that poem is called? Soul of the Sky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. We're, gonna, we're, uh, we're really behind schedule. We have to, uh, we're going to Mount Hood later, and uh, we're going to climb that bastard. Let's move along to uh, uh, a section we like to call uh, Tiny Opinions. Though they are, in fact, normal-sized men, they have Tiny Opinions. Um, I, I just love the final little This sort of reminds me of, of, of the closet thing But I, I went to an open house the other day And the, it was a four bedroom house With six bathrooms uh, And I don't think the amount of bathrooms In your house should exceed uh, The amount of 
rooms in your house. It's totally insane. I mean, I when mean, are six people going to be over and need you, to... When, or when each person at in the, the same time wants to be able to go to the bathroom and then go to another bathroom for the shower. Yeah, I don't want to... <laughs> but I don't want to be in a scenario where six people are using the restroom at once. What if only one person lives there and they have more bedrooms than they need also, but they like to sleep in a different bed every night of the week, and then Saturday and Sunday, it's a fucking wild card, and Friday's on the floor. <laughs> and then they have six bathrooms, because they like to do each part of their morning in a different bathroom. So they got their brushing the teeth bathroom. Okay. They're shaving their face bathroom. They're going to the bathroom bathroom, which is a little redundant, but still, you got to have a bathroom to go to the bathroom. Shit, that's what it's called. <laughs> And then, uh, you know, they're combing their hair bathroom and then they're putting on the clown makeup and looking deep into your own eyes and then washing it off and then going to work bathroom. Okay, well, you know, you've made a great case here. I, I, you've convinced me. I, I did not know that. It's not as good as yours. Um, here's my tiny opinion. Okay. Everybody knows what it's like to be a drug addict. Everybody does. Because of fast food. I really believe that because I think there's just not a lot of people who drive by a fast food place and they're like, ugh, disgusting. We do think that now because they've told us what's in it. That's why no one should eat it at all. But it's, you walk by a Burger King or a Taco Bell, part of you yeah. wants to go in there and it's an act of will not to. I really believe that. Yeah, it's very hard not to. You have to sort of quit it also. If you eat it every day, to stop eating it is really, really hard. There's something in it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's nicotine in cigarettes. There's alcohol in alcohol. (laughs) There's fun in drugs. And there is... (laughs) There is some sort of chemical in fast food that makes you want to keep on coming back for more. It's true. You saw me today order a Burger King Whopper and And a Burger King chicken sandwich. Only eat half of each. And still feel like I just... And we were walking back from a pizza place. and Where, to be fair, I didn't eat any pizza, but I did have a but bite still, of it, and it yeah. was delicious. Yeah. That's the thing of it. And I haven't, had, I haven't been to Burger King in probably a year. Probably a year. Yeah. Now, TJ was mentioning that the Burger King will eventually close, and he felt you know, that he needed to you know, sort of give them his respects Support by them. buying... And the chicken you know, sandwich half. was merely a, a nostalgia thing. I told you that. It was my favorite... <laughs> yeah. Sandwich growing up, I would do anything for it. I mean, I, I cut another fourth grader one time to, <laughs> for his chicken sandwich, and I ate half of it, gave it back to him, dressed the wound, and uh, helped him into the ambulance. I, it was a very confusing time in my life. <laughs> We're going to finish up with maskers. We're, uh, it's a section we like to call maskers. Like 85% of superheroes. This is Masters. I think we take some live ones. Okay. And then... Okay. Well, one, let's it, do a couple of these. Yeah, I just do want to mention that uh, it's called Maskers, but it is not... You can ask us questions about anything because we're masters of everything. It's sort of the joke. And so that's what it is. It's just asking questions about anything. It's not about masks. So I don't want any questions about masks. I don't want any mention of masks. We couldn't call it Askers, because that's it's not a real name. 
It's just a description of you who are asking. So no masks, okay? Go ahead. Wow. It's cool. You kept that pretty calm. That's good. Uh, Nick Mesh. Just no masks. You know what I mean? Because people, now I say it and you're like, ha ha, now I'll be funny and I will yell something about masks. Just don't do it. Just don't fucking do it. Don't put my back against the wall. Okay, Terrell. Mama's in the corner. Daddy's out to lunch. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) Terrell Mack writes, uh, when you're painting a room, uh, do you put masking tape uh, on the corners of the room or do you leave that uh, blank? I think you, you put masking tape, right? Yeah, just mask question. No, that's about masking tape. Yeah. I just don't want them to talk about masks. Yeah, okay. Ted Smith asks, uh, in the movie uh, Wait, The Mask... Wait, Fuck her! <laughs> what did she say? Scotch tape or masking tape? Uh, masking tape. Oh, no, that's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> in the movie The Mask... Nope. Why are you reading ones that... No. Okay, I'll try to find one that's different. Nick Metsch writes, uh, My brother's also a 12 and a halfer, uh, graduated Navy boot camp and couldn't wait to catch up on cashing in. Um, this concerns me that our Navy uh, is listening to this show. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, like... Well, How you, stealthy can you be if you're going into battle going, De-shy-shy! De-shy-shy! Like, I'm afraid... I mean, the, I, is, our, is, our, is our Navy, is our military battle ready if they're listening to this show? It's a little bit frivolous. Uh, yeah, I, well, he said he can't wait to catch up, so I think... Oh, they're not allowed to listen out there. Yeah, well, I was going to say, that makes me stranger good. is, what if, on, what, what if on enough naval bases they were listening to cashing in that they're like, it's done. You can't do it. You're going to have to catch up when you're out of the service. <laughs> it's making you stupider. <laughs> this is funny. Uh, Chris, UK Brain Trust, uh, wrote, a couple caught having sex on the restaurant uh, carry on after the police ordered them to stop. I got a bunch of these. Apparently, um, some people were having sex on top of a Chipotle. And, uh, a Chipotle. Chipotle. <laughs> Um, a lot of people asked, I mean, I got a ton of these yesterday that, you know, is it because the parking lot's too small? But why is it that people are having sex on top of a, a Chipotle? Let's take some live ones. You want to take some live ones? Right, don't okay. you think? Yeah. Guys, all right. Now it's up to you, the audience. You can ask anything. This is a live maskers. Well, you can't ask anything. Um, does anybody have a question you'd like to ask us? We will be sure to give you the right answer. Right there. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, God. That's terrifying. That is terrifying! Get out! 
What are those? Are those Nancy Grace masks? You fucking maniacs! It's blinding me! It looks like a fish face fucked somebody fist fucking a pile of shit! Those are terrifying. Take them off right this instant. Where did you get those? Oh, they made them, yeah. That's a weird part of your lives. That would have been a weird moment going into the Kinkos and being like, can you print out two large Nancy Grace faces? We're going to a podcast taping at 420. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, did you say mass? You're making mass out of can Nancy you... Grace? You went, oh, wait, when did you say the show was? Can okay. you just stand Go up ahead. and show the rest of the crowd? I don't think people understand how cool that looks. Look at that. I mean, that's really awesome. That's terrifying. Imagine, that's like what it looks like for her to look in the mirror. Think of how sad that would yeah, make you. Yeah, if you guys look at each other right now, you'll have the experience of Nancy Grace looking in the mirror. It's terrifying. Oh, yeah. my God. I mean... That's horrifying. Will remember, you use those I remember for when Halloween we see- or during the purge? Because <laughs> that is fucking terrifying. <laughs> they didn't even have any questions. They just put the masks on. Do we have any, que- any other masker questions? Anybody? Nobody's curious about anything? They're trying to run over there. Yep, what yep. What's the average size penis hole? Uh, it's two by two. <laughs> what? It's a square, somebody said. Jesus, what a know-it-all crowd. Oh, two by two. Oh, yeah, what do you mean two sides by two sides? Is that what you mean? Two parallel sides and then two parallel... That's a square, actually. Right, so you got your penis square hole? That's it? No. Two millimeters by two millimeters is the diameter on either side. It's a fucking circle. Of course the diameters are the same. (laughs) You probably think scorpions bite. Uh, They sting. Uh, We had one over here. Oh, there's another person with a mask. That looks like a... really terrifying. Can we bring the house lights up again to see... It's like a deer... No, it's a rat. Oh, God. It's a giraffe! You're fine, my friend. Since caveman times, people have been trying to describe you. They've tried to draw you and draw you until they had to make up human language. What's that? Oh, okay, now things got mean. Uh, Remember when it was like a feel-good night of the year? And now it got vicious. Any questions? All night they were waiting to set that up. He's like, you'll wear the mask. And then I will yell out, it looks like cash. It was, yeah, that was the appropriate thing. I don't think I look like a giraffe, do I? No, No. nobody looks like a giraffe. (laughs) I mean, me, I look a little like a giraffe. Does anybody have a question that doesn't have to do with masks? Yo. I need this to be longer. (laughs) Keep going. Is he right now? No, no, he's in Brooklyn. Is that where she has her layer? No, that's she does in have Queens. layers. <laughs> um, no, he's yeah, he did not. Okay, any other questions? <laughs> this has been a weird one. I no, I have one more. I, you know, I'm going to read one because this is something we talked about last night. Um, Gabe Kelly writes: "The moon, son of the night." 
We feel like I feel we've we've argued a little bit. But I think I now I've brought you around to my side. We feel that the moon just doesn't get enough uh, enough respect. And our goal for the show is to get the moon some more respect. Well, the moon's doing everything it can. The moon's so beautiful, and it's doing everything it can every day. It even sort of remarkets itself as the month goes on. Like, look at me. Sometimes it even tries to go in front of the sun. Well, here with the eclipse, just like fuck you, sun. And tries to, but it's really trying to get our you, respect. You've got, you got to preface this by saying yeah. that sunsets, everybody loves the sun. Sunny days, nobody doesn't like a sunset. It would be so weird if three or four people were watching a sunset and one of them turns like, not for me. <laughs> this is ugly. That's insane. But you were saying that, yeah, the moon is... People don't talk about, you know, you'll say the moon is pretty when it's a full moon. Yeah. Usually if it's a crescent moon, they're just like, ah, oh, fucking, there's a moon. Right? Yeah, no, I haven't heard people say that. I don't feel like people are like, fuck the moon, but they just don't give it enough love. You know, the, the nights of the full moon, uh, when there's a full moon, people stay awake 24 minutes longer. Yeah, you were saying and that. It, Because people love the full moon, but then, you know, the half moon, the crescent moon, they don't have enough respect, you know? Yeah. We need to give some love to the moon, right? So, yeah. When you look at the moon through a telescope, it's so beautiful. You look at the sun through a telescope, <laughs> it will fuck your face up. And that accounts for what happened to Nancy Grace. Yes. She, no, she just held a magnifying glass to her face until it melted into a fear-mongering terrifier of innocent people. She perpetuates a culture of fear. So. We, have, we should mention this. This is, no, our, this is, I think, yeah, we should, this, 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 this is the show. This, this is the magazine uh, that, I don't know if you heard on a previous episode, but um, this fella, uh, Devlin... Farmer, uh, call it, he made this magazine for his. You know, I did an interview with him, thinking it was, you know, I talked to him for about an hour, did an interview with him on the phone, and then uh, at the end I said, "So what? What's the uh, what's the magazine for? Uh, where will I? You know, where can I pick it up at the uh, local news rack?" And he said, "No, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm. It's a school project." And I said, "Oh, uh, like uh, like college or uh, what, what university you go to?" He's like, "No, I'm I'm in uh, I'm in eighth grade." Uh, <laughs> And uh, so he made a magazine, though, and, I, and Devlin is here, I believe. And right, can we can we bring him up? Just, oh yeah, uh, Devlin. And I want come on up here, Devlin, Devlin Farmier. And a lot of people think we we're protecting his name by using a fake name. Uh, we're not, but it's not. Yeah. No, that is his name, Devlin Farmier. Farmier doesn't sound like a real last name to me. It isn't. It isn't. I'm going under an alias. So you don't kick my ass like you said you would. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to make but, fun of your name. I don't but, need you coming up here. But wait, this Devlin, you're going under an alias so you don't get your ass kicked, but we can see you right now. <laughs> I feel like you're really tempting the lion here. Says the person who literally cloned TJ and put him in a McFlurry cellar so we would have a TJ to interview during the zombie apocalypse. Okay, I didn't think this was going to be so uh, argumentative. Uh, <laughs> Uh, he's really going to be a good reporter. I got to tell you that right now. Come up here, Devlin. I think it's really cool that you. Devlin, uh, Devlin. It's just Devlin. Devlin created like charts and stuff. Look, he created charts. This is the uh, Skipping Nichols so chart. Let, let us say though that this is. What, well, why don't you say what the project was? Do you want to come okay, over here? So, yeah. Uh, no, you know what? I'm a little. I don't. Keep your feet to yourself, pal. Okay. <laughs> These are all podcast references. I'm serious. 
Now, here's the thing. So, we had the school project, and it was to do a magazine, do it on something you really like, you know? It's, and people are like, oh, we'll do it on, like, some soccer team I've never heard of, or we'll do it on, you know, all this crazy shit. And I didn't know what was going on. So, I decided, hey, I've got a photographic memory of basically everything that's ever happened in Cashing In with T.J. Miller. I've like, listened to every episode at least three times, except for Holiday Loopholes, which is not on iTunes. So, you really screwed me over there. I really... <laughs> Devin, I, I, I think your uh, animal doppelganger is the scorpion. Uh, uh, you gotta, you gotta come in here and talk a little bit closer because it, okay, it's, okay. it's a podcast. Um, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, that's just the kind of scorpion I am. And here's the thing. so, yeah, I fucked the call back up. It's not important. Now, here's the thing. So, I was like, okay, I've got a photographic memory of the show, and I decided to make this this magazine and. I was all like, holy shit, wait, who am I going to interview? It's like, Jonas Polsky? Or like, who, who is an expert on cashing in? Because that was like it. It's like, can I interview myself? Can I get somebody to interview me? And it's like, no. So it's like, okay, Jesus. And I went on Facebook, and I was a kiss-ass. And I was like, hey, please, let me interview you. It'll be so fun. We'll, we'll talk about it. And, you know, we did, and it was good. And I obviously knew more about Cash's show than he did. <laughs> but you gotta understand, you know, it's it is uh, Cash listens to a lot of the episodes, but it is so weird. Think how weird it would be if we recorded this podcast and we were here for it. We heard right. all of the things that we said, and then to go home right away at night and, and just listen again. <laughs> To ourselves, like I listen when I when I label it, I just kind of scroll through it and just listen to label it. But to listen to yourself for, I guess now it would be about 120 hours. Can you this imagine? Show alone. Yeah, absolutely. Can you imagine just listening? <laughs> so I, I haven't heard the show as much as you have, Devon. No, you really. Uh, but that's and, impressive. I mean, but this really is great. Is, you're, you do have a photographic memory for it, and the, but this, wasn't this, this is a magazine for anyone who has never heard of Cashing In with T.J. Miller, yeah. and so then they can just uh, you know they, like they could read it and then get caught up on the whole thing. Right. It's actually a magazine for the people that haven't listened to it as much as you. Uh, so you were reaching out to help someone like Cash, and then you also hate him. <laughs> no, 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 I don't, I don't hate him. No, no, I, we know, I, we I, know. I just need to bring it to your attention. You guys have actually lost listeners. Because of... No, 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 no. So you have, think you've had 12 and a half, but originally, TJ, you said that there were 25 listeners who all lived in Wisconsin, and you told us all to have a barbecue together and all, like, bring our own kind of... Did you live in Wisconsin? No. But you, you can't really believe everything TJ says. He also says he has children living in a well in Arizona. <laughs> Which is true. I've got three oh, actually, kids living in a well in Arizona, and I'll well. drop little buckets with the food, and they are not... They've never been happier to see their papa <laughs> when I come around and drop the food, when I do my little food drops. TJ, TJ. Sometimes I'll put it... Hold on. This is also still the bit. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of it that's the biggest laugh that I could have gotten was... it's, a, it's not a well in Arizona it's a well in Nebraska oh, I got kids there too what the fuck do you think my deal is buddy I got kids and wells all over this great country dude I've met them I've met them I've spoken with them now right. things got weird uh, you've spoken to the kids in the wells yeah totally 
You think well, they were called like Andrew or Jack or something? No, they've come up with their own language, culture. <laughs> yeah, because they weren't exposed. I keep them in the well from the moment that they're born. And, you know, they're well kids. I love them. <laughs> I taught them to be polite, too, whenever people come over and like, how you doing down there? You know, they say, well. <laughs> <laughs> so, Devon, one of my favorite parts of your magazine, you, you rephrase a story I told uh, this is amazing. Based on a true story about where a, where an animal crawled into my into my penis and uh, uh, sort of lived Sorry, in my. Buddy. <laughs> it's part of the show. And lived inside my ball for a second, and you rephrase that. And when you know, I didn't know uh, you know an eighth grader was going to listen and write a story like that. Um, it was a pretty harsh story. It's really, no, it's really, really, really. Did it funny. inspire you in some ways? Uh, um, well, thankfully. Um, my, our teacher admitted that there were too many magazines, so I didn't really read any of them. What? Like and I was really pissed, but thankfully I got an A plus on. Hey, he got an A plus. Okay, so although we've ruined some lives, but they're really, really funny. I mean, you know, he went through and he has fake ads. Like, are you tired of your lack of ladles? <laughs> Buy a ladle, you know, because we say that anything can become a ladle if you add in a handle. Like, this is a ladle, if you add a little handle. It's a terrible ladle. Yeah, you can ladle almost anything, even a human being. If I had a handle, that guy, he's a ladle. You just got to go. Hold hold on. Hold on, TJ. Again, in an earlier podcast where you talked about ladling people, and you you did say that if you grabbed a man's erect dick, that would be the handle. (laughs) I mean, right now, this guy over here is like, God damn this show. You know, it's the worst afternoon I've had in a week. Your your memory makes me think you should be hosting this show. You should. Or I feel like I've let it. I've let you down, TJ. No. I didn't remember you saying that. No, you should. Because you say so many things like it involving erect penises. No, hold you, on. And then no, because Cash was so much. He was so much. And then he came back with, "It's true. It's true. Not many people get picked up by their erect dicks." <laughs> have you Have you ever done a trivia show? You should go on Jeopardy immediately. <laughs> No, because that's all boring. It's like, oh, some guy, he wrote a book, and what was his middle name, and who was his mistress? It's just boring as hell. Now I'm wondering, are you wondering this also, if perhaps the only thing that you've memorized is the show, and then like, people are like... At the expense of all other knowledge? Yeah, who was president last year, and you're like, boring. Your parents are like, how are you going to get home? Well, I'm not going to... I'm not gonna, you know, have the space in my brain for that. I just listen to Cashing in with T.J. Miller. But there's a you chart. No- he does a chart of uh, Cash's theory of how old you are uh, affects what coins you pick up if you drop change or if you see change on the ground. If you're zero to fifteen, you'll pick up any and all change. Fifteen years old to forty years old, you'll pick up a dime, but you ignore pennies and nickels. It's a fucking toss up. Age forty through seventy-five, you'll not pick up uh, any quarters. But you will pick up two quarters depending on how far away they are from each other. <laughs> well, now that was in our show. And what, which episode that was, so was that? Uh, okay, so that was the episode I think when you discussed. It was the one right before when you guys talked about a uh, uh, the snowboarding one with the snowboarding poem. Oh yeah, to you- shred or not to shred. <laughs> That is the question. Whether it's just gnarly in the pipe to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune by ripping an old-school alley-oop jib-bunking rail slide to take arms against a sea of troubles by ripping a fat, grassy, revert half-carve. Aye, there's the rub, my gnarly, big-panted cousin. 
Now that was the soul of the sky. Yeah. Add a guitar and say, two half pipes diverge in a wood. I took the pipe less traveled by. 75 years old to 115 years old, you will pick up silver dollars or dollar bills only. If you're over 115 years of age, you will not even pick up a $100 bill. Because <laughs> it could be fatal, and that's real. Um, I, this was amazing. Thank you, Devlin. You know and what? I want to I... say, too, sorry, I, I want to yeah. say, too, that uh, I was having a particularly terrible week and month. Awful, awful, awful ugliness of Hollywood that is like overwhelmingly isolating and it's just, there's an emptiness and a sadness that was a darkness that was overtaking me and Cash was like, you gotta see this thing that this kid wrote and I saw it and it immediately made my night better and I untied the noose and I unloaded the gun (laughs) and uh, it really was something else. So thank you, Devlin. Thank you, Devlin. Thank you. And Devlin, I'm going to want you as a guest on my show when you're legal, which you're really not. We had to sneak him in the back, but that was great. Devlin has four copies, and we're going to sell these uh, after the show for charity or something. No, they're for our charity. We'll sign them. Which is our charity goes towards getting a billboard about the show. Uh, Yes. In Wisconsin, likely. We haven't decided the location. Yeah. But and then when we both when we've reached the end of our lives, we're going to commit suicide by jumping off the billboard. So we're going to need to keep the billboard going for as long. So we do need your donations. So we're selling these for yes uh, two thousand five hundred sixty eight dollars. Uh, no, we'll, we will sell them afterwards. Yeah, thank you guys. This was so amazing to meet all of you and really and is. be here in Portland. Thank you for coming. And this is now the longest episode we've ever done. But it felt it felt. It felt even longer. I, uh, <laughs> it is. Thank we you do, for having us. We appreciate you guys listening and hanging out. And this is going to be a double episode, so you can listen to it again. Uh, I don't know why you would. Uh, but I do know that Devlin is going to listen three times. And that alone makes my heart smile. Uh, so I really appreciate you having me on your show. And I would love to be a guest again. I don't know. I, the, the length of it is you know, primarily my fault. I apologize. Yeah. But I'd love to come back. Yeah, I'll, I'll think about it. I, uh, I you know, there, there were parts, I mean, the whole mask things where you go crazy, I, sometimes it makes people a little uncomfortable. Uh, but I think I'd like to have you on the show again. I think it'd be great. And you know what? Uh, the microbrew, we have to drink that uh, after the show. So let's all go out after the show for a yeah, nice, where are we going? cool, tall glass of... Landlord's admonition that you had a darn well better move that mattress out of the alley, pomegranate stout. <laughs> Admonition. Hey guys, thank you so thank much you for having us. Much. Come say Thanks hi outside. We're gonna be We'd love to meet you all, all twelve and a half of you. We're gonna be outside meeting all of you. Thanks so much. Now leaving nerdist.com.